The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are only reflective of those of the host Ryan Frederick and any guests that may be acting as a co-host. These views and opinions are not reflective of any external group that the host or co-host are affiliated with. everybody. In this episode of Introspective, I'm going to be talking about why I think you should own a gun um, in the United States. And this is obviously only something you should do if you're comfortable with it. Um, and if you fit the criteria of gun ownership. So jumping right into it, I want to go over some statistics um, in the United States about guns. So it's very interesting to me that it's such a controversial topic given how guns are a huge part of the United States culture. It has been for years. It's the reason we became a country. Uh, without our right to bear arms, without, without people bearing arms, uh, we would not have been able to defeat the British and gain our independence. So I do understand there, there is controversy over it and you know, everybody's got their views and opinions, and the whole point of this podcast is for me to give you mine. So like I was saying, some statistics. Right off the bat, I want to point out that United States citizens own 393 million guns, or about 46% of the worldwide total of civilian-owned firearms. Now, this is civilian-owned firearms. This is not, you know, military weapons, military personnel. <clears throat> With that being said, that equates to about 120.5 firearms for every 100 residents. So there are m more firearms than residents, essentially. A study from Harvard University said that people defend themselves with a gun and only 0.9% of crimes, and this is from 2007-2011. So that doesn't sound like a, a lot, right? 0.9%. Well, there's a lot of crimes that go on in the United States. There's another study done by criminologists that believe that there are between 2.2 to 2.5 million defensive gun uses annually. Now, this could be anything from using your gun as a scare tactic in defense or shooting but not killing or hitting anyone. So this doesn't necessarily mean that because a gun was used in a defensive situation that the, the person was killed, or anybody was killed for that matter. So I read you these statistics because it's evident that guns are everywhere in the United States. They're all over the place. Uh, anybody could have one at any time. Um, there's plenty of guns to go around. There's more guns than people, like I said. So I want to jump into the main reason I believe you should own a firearm. And the main reason is to protect yourself and your family. You don't want to show up to a gunfight with your fists. Now, there are people that will argue that, well, I'm trained in jujitsu or, um, you know, self-defense, mixed martial arts. 
Well, you know, that can help in certain situations, but there are other situations where that won't mean anything because the person has a gun and you can use a gun from range. You don't have to be close up. So going at it, I want to talk about home defense. Home defense is a huge reason why I personally own a firearm. The, the U.S. Department of Justice states that in 7% of home burglaries, a household member experiences some form of violence. Which means that in 7% of these home burglaries, you can be harmed in some way. Many burglaries do not, uh, like the assailants don't have firearms even on them. That doesn't mean they can't do you harm. And better to have your firearm to defend yourself with, even if they don't have one of their own. 84% of home burglaries are done by people who are in deep poverty and as a means of last resort. So these are, these are going to be very desperate people. People that need money and they need it at any cost. So it's very important, in my opinion, to own a firearm because of this. Although, you know, burglaries are decreasing almost every year uh, with advanced technology and, and home security. Um, it's it's causing burglaries to go down every year. That doesn't mean that you don't need the gun. The, the, the whole idea of owning a gun is, is to need it when you need it. And if you never need it, then that's great. That's perfect. That's the perfect situation. But if there's just one time, one time in your entire life where you do need it, to protect yourself or your family and you don't have it that can change your life or end it who knows so i want to talk about which guns in my opinion are best for things like home defense while any gun can be useful in break-ins uh, the best gun in my opinion would be an ar-15 if i didn't have an ar-15 my next bet would be a high-capacity shotgun, one that holds between 6 to 10 rounds. <clears throat> now, you're probably wondering why. Why these two, these two weapons? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Handguns, with proper training, can be great home defense weapons. Now, they can be e you can be easily disarmed with a handgun, and they're extremely light, and sometimes hard to shoot with the amount of kicks some of them have. It depends on the gun, obviously. But So if you're the average Joe, and let's say you go to the, the shooting range and you, you practice shooting your gun once a month, you know, that's more than most people do who own guns, which is, you know, not good. But you go once a month. Well, you get comfortable with your gun. You get comfortable with your handgun. But... The whole, the whole idea is that it's a small weapon. It doesn't have as much killing power as people think. Unless you shoot someone in the head or in the heart directly, they're not going to stop. They're not, gonna, they're not just going to drop like you see in the movies. That's not normally how it works. So I think an AR-15 is the best home defense weapon 
because it's a fairly maneuverable weapon. It's not super heavy for a rifle. And you can learn to maneuver it very well. The controls such as your safety, your mag release, and your trigger are all positioned very well, very tactically. There is a low recoil for a rifle, which helps with control under stress. You also have two points of contact, your shoulder, three points of contact even, sorry. You have your two hands and your shoulder. That allows you to brace under stress, help with control. AR-15s are known for their custom being able to customize them. So things such as a light can be easily added to one. The big one for me is that most AR-15s, depending on where you live, but most will have a 30-round capacity magazine. Now, this ensures almost always superior firepower. In case, let's say, for instance, there's multiple attackers in this situation. I mean, I couldn't find a statistic for how many burglaries happen with multiple assailants, but I'm sure it happens often where there are at least two people. So having 30 rounds can, can be a blessing if they're out to hurt you. And the other big thing with an AR-15 is the bullet damage is very significant. Um, it tears you up if you get shot with one. So, again, you still want to aim for the heart or head if you can. But three rounds with an AR-15 is going to do is going to stop someone more than three rounds with a nine millimeter handgun or even a 45. So. Now, the other option is a shotgun. A shotgun has extremely high stopping power with the correct ammunition. Uh, there's, there's police officers that have stated that they've never needed more than two rounds of, of buckshot when, when they've had to discharge their shotgun to stop someone. It is a highly, highly damaging round. And it will, it will stop someone, you know. So the other thing with the shotguns is they're maneuverable with proper training. Uh, there's something called short stocking where you can short stock your, your shotgun to create stability while creating a smaller weapon. And that's good for homes if you're, you know, clearing around a wall or something or if you're just in a tight spot. The other big one, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard about this, is you know deterring a burglar just from racking a shell, racking in your shell into your chamber with a, with a pump shotgun. Now, I would personally keep my home defense weapon loaded, so I would keep a round in the chamber, but there has been some studies that that's not a great idea with shotguns because they're not very drop safe. Excuse me. So if if you don't, that's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. It's a bit more safe. 
So that's that's a deterrent. You know, when if someone broke into your house, it's quiet, it's at night, and you rack if you rack your shotgun, they're gonna you know they're gonna be scared shitless probably. <coughs> so, shotguns also allow for light attachments. Uh, it can sometimes be a bit more difficult, but you can still attach a light fairly easy to a shotgun, which you do need in a home defense weapon. You need a light. And like the AR-15, uh, they're harder to be disarmed from. Um, like like we talked about, you normally have three points of contact. Um, you got both your hands on the gun at all times. Very hard to get disarmed in a situation like that. Now, one of the cons with a shotgun, especially buckshot, is overpenetration concerns. So you have multiple pellets that at a fairly close range, such as a home defense shooting, uh, will most likely go through the human body. So whereas with an AR-15, you have to worry about one projectile penetrating, with a shotgun, you have to worry about multiple projectiles penetrating. So it might not be the ideal home defense weapon if you live in an apartment situation or a townhouse or a condominium. But if you are a homeowner... I would suggest it. That or the AR-15. Both. So moving on, I want to just go over why, else I, why I also think you should own a gun. Now, besides home defense, guns can also be used out in the public world to defend yourself. Now, I want to say, if you're going to do that, then you need to get proper training and train with the weapon and be extremely comfortable with it. You need to abide by your local and federal laws, such as getting a concealed carry permit, need be, depending on the state you're in. And for the love of God, never open carry. If you're going to carry in public, conceal your weapon. If you're going to open carry, you're you're an immediate target. You're an immediate target out in the world. So conceal if you're going to carry. Couple situations, I mean there's there's some reasons you would need a gun out in the public world. I mean normally it's it's less likely, but um if you are attacked for whatever reason and you've retreated and you can no longer retreat. So you stand your ground, such as the stand your ground laws. You can then, if you feel like your life is in danger, immediate danger, you can use deadly force. Now remember, this is this is after, after you have retreated, used all possible means of retreating. Doesn't mean just because someone punches you, you can shoot them in the head. Now, although unlikely, you could potentially stop a mass shooting if you're a gun carrier and if you're trained. There was an incident down in Texas where it was in a church and many people were carrying based on the video, but an assailant comes in and he starts shooting and a man drops him from, I believe, 20 feet right in the head. And if that man didn't have that gun, who knows how many more people would have died. So it can be beneficial to have one out in public. It's, it's, it's less likely that you'll need it. But like I said earlier, if you just need it one time in your entire life, then it's worth it. It's worth 
the hours upon hours of training. It's worth the money that you spend on training. It's worth it because, you know, you could be killed. I know this isn't the case for many countries that, you know, are not the United States because many countries have a lot stricter gun laws. And uh, many countries have better, you know, public servants, such as safety officers, police officers. Now, we live in a gun culture in the United States. There's no changing that. I don't believe that will ever change. There will always, always, always be people that want to own firearms and feel that it is their, their right their human right to protect themselves with firearms. Now, I personally, and this is my opinion, I want to reiterate that, I do believe we need, you know, proper gun safety laws, such as more in-depth background checks and mental health screenings. I believe that it is it is too easy in a lot of states to just buy a firearm. I bought my first firearm at 19, and it was completely legally done, and it was very, very easy. Now, I believe that even with proper gun laws, better background checks, and mental health screenings, there will be millions of people with weapons in the United States. Millions. And they're not, they're not all good people. That includes bad people. People that may want to harm you or your family. <clears throat> so, that is why I believe you should be a gun owner. Because, again, you never want to bring just your fist to a gunfight. I didn't even get into talking about all the illegal firearms out there. Firearms that have been... Uh, had their VIN numbers erased. They can't be traced. They came in from other countries. Illegally. This is, this is you know, there's millions of unaccounted weapons. Weapons that are in criminal hands. So you don't, you don't want to be left defenseless in a country where there's more guns than people. So that's my thought on owning a gun in the United States of America. I think it's it's almost a necessity. And a lot of people are going to disagree with that. And a lot of people who have had personal personally bad experience is with firearms are going to disagree with that and that's okay. And I understand. I understand why people will disagree with what I'm saying. But this is why I think this is why I own a gun and this is why I think other people should too. So go ahead and drop your thoughts in the comments if they're available. Let me know what you think. I want to know what other people think about this. This is highly controversial, so it'd be good to know. It's it, it I want to create a discussion. But all right, guys, that's it for this episode, episode two of Introspective. Again, thank you all for listening and tuning in, and I'll see you guys next week.